Hi, and welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Hello, guys and gals. Welcome to the show. I'm going to keep this one pretty short today. Um, a couple topics that I want to discuss, and again, I like to, I like to link one podcast to the next, one topic to the next. Um, I want to start a new series. And what I'm going to do is um, kind of piggyback on what I was talking about the other day, which was, you know, reflecting and then modeling and jumping on ideas that you have. These are some of the common things we've been talking about. And that's what I'm going to discuss today. I mentioned I'm getting that podcast, not podcast, the um, um, YouTube channel up and up and running, right? I've been talking about it for a while. I got a minor setback. I've wanted to make it perfect, and I realized I'm never going to have it perfectly right off the bat. So I need to just get it going, right? And that's what I'm encouraging you guys to do. So in that vein, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a, a specific component of why would I even want to do the YouTube? What is that going to do for me? Yes, I can monetize it, but I don't have time to be a full-time YouTuber. And, and, and again, does the idea of a full-time YouTuber sound appealing to me? Sure, I would love that. I like to talk. You know, I'm no stranger for attention-seeking, right? So I have no problem with that kind of thing. But really, th the main reason for me to do it while keeping the gym in mind is to promote our business, to promote what we do and so that people will go online and buy some of our programming or maybe sign up for our online personal training, which is what I want to talk about today. The online personal training world. There's a lot out there. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot, there's a huge market and there's a lot of people making a lot of money doing a lot of different things. So I kind of want to comb through different things and I want to give you some strategies on what you can do. But first and foremost, I want to do this in a manner that's going to really be transparent. So if you guys are listening to this, um, I want you to realize that I'm not trying to sell you a formula on how to get personal training clients online. I'm still learning how to do that. I think I've got good ideas and I'll tell you why I haven't been as successful as I want to be yet. Because there is a definite reason. But what you're going to see over the next few uh, podcasts is I'm going to give some updates. This isn't going to be a, a long running series and it's not going to be the, the topic of every podcast over the next few weeks, but I am going to bring it up and I'll, I'll give an update, so to speak. And I'll be very honest and clear and show some pictures, um, uh, try to do some things like that to, to kind of show the growth of what we're doing online. But let me get back to to uh, some specific things that I want to address before I tell you how I'm going to do it and how I think it should be done. Let's put it that way. First and foremost, you know, <clears throat> how do people make money online? How do they get programs? Well, generally you do it a couple different ways. If you are, you know, at the top of your game in a, uh, as an athlete or a bodybuilder, a uh, your competitor, whatever. If you're at the top of your game, or if you've had some success, people are going to follow you. And when you fought, when they have a following, then they can hawk different products and they get money from 
you know, advertisers, which nothing wrong with advertising, okay? Uh, but they, but a lot of them will have their own product that they create, whether it be a written program, a, a nutrition plan, or whatever. You know, so then there's companies like <laughs> Six Pack Shortcuts and V Shreds, and you know, think they they sell a they put a, a good-looking person who's ripped on on their face of their YouTube channels or their Instagram posts. And they say, oh, just click this link and, you know, I'll give you all the information you need. And, you know, then it's basically a click funnel to either get you in so you're on their email spam list or they um, want you to take their quote unquote body type quiz to personalize and customize a program for you. And we'll just do all the work for you, set it up and you just got to follow it. Well, all of that sounds great. And when people don't understand how fitness really works and how... Um, you know, fitness, nutrition, rest, stress, lifestyle choices, all of those things go into making a successful program. When they don't understand that, what they're going to get is just a generic program. And it's not going to be customized for them. We've seen it so many times, but it hasn't stopped these people from making money online, right? And, and, and having successful online businesses. And it may sound like sour grapes for me because I don't have a successful online business currently, right? And I want one. And I'm, I'm heading towards that. But what I'm telling you is when you are a fitness professional and you see, I mean, I could talk to all of my personal training friends and you could, we could go and sit down and just thumb through Instagram and see these social media influencers, fitness influencers, we'll say. I'm not talking about just influencers in general, but fitness influencers. Um, and we can look at, um, you know, YouTube fitness community. There's a lot of good and a lot of really terrible stuff out there. But we can look at all these things and we can objectively tell you what's bad about them, why they don't work, what the what's wrong with the program. Again, because we know. That's what we do. We study that. We understand that. But we can also understand how they're using creative marketing techniques and, and, and they're kind of going after your insecurities or whatever the case may be to get you to sign up for their program. And some sound better than others. <clears throat> but generally it's based around an athlete or someone who has accomplished something great in their sport. In, in which case that, I don't mind people following that because there is some credence to that because you have proof that that person is doing what they're saying they're doing and they've made it to the top level. Okay. Now that's obviously not always the case, but that's a little more believable than just someone who looks good and has now you know, gained some um, notoriety just for having a nice body and they have a lot of followers. So then people start you know, having them sell their products and then they get even more followers and then they try to sell their training programs and they make a lot of money you know, selling 10, 15, $20 programs to you know, 50,000 people. Or some people have millions of followers and they put out a program if you get 100,000 people, if you've got a million followers, you get one-tenth of your uh, people to buy your $10 program, you do the math. That's a good chunk of change, right? So you can make some good money doing this, even if it's not a quality program. But here's what I'm going to tell you, and this is, this is why it's not sour grapes on my end. This is why it's not something that's going to be um, me whining, so to speak. It's because there's no longevity in that. If the substance is not there, they can't keep that up. 
people will find out that this is just average run-of-the-mill stuff or they've seen it a million times. There's nothing different from this program versus that program. Or I'm not getting the results I thought I would get because it's not truly customized for them or it's the same rehash program. It's the same program that gets sent out to everybody. I mean, there's a million examples of, of these, these people being, you know, kind of dis, dishonest or, or uh, you know, selling programs that aren't really customized and things like that. So I know that in the long run, if I have a program that is good, that does well, then I'm going to have success in the long run. It may not be a quick cash grab up front. It may take me a little time to build that following. But if you do a certain few things, you will gain that following. And what are those certain few things? Now, before I tell you those certain few things, and this is not being sales pitchy, I just don't wanna get off track. What you see out there, for those of you who don't know and are looking to get into this business or starting out in this business, you know, all of the um, quote gurus out there that are gonna sell you their program. Hey, you want a, a high ticket uh, sale or a high ticket uh, client? You wanna have a six figure income? sell 15,000 in, in uh, personal training packages a month. That all sounds great and it is possible, sure. There's plenty of people out there. But they're gonna tell you a system that tells you how to market. In other words, what, what should your social media look like? And they're not wrong. That's, that's good information, that's probably correct information by saying it needs to be either entertaining or it needs to be informative or it needs to be, you know, somewhat human. You know, you need to show your human side. I believe in those three things, I, and I do those three things, right? So I, 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 that's not a problem. But then they tell you you got to get it in front of the right person. They skip over that, and then they say, and you have to, um, uh, you know, make sure that you know the people that that see it, um, you know, are talking about it, and you know, whatever. Uh, there's. You know, uh, what am I trying to? Th I'm tripping up over a word. Engagement, pardon me, on your social media. They want you to engage. So when people comment, that you comment back, and that drives engagement. That drives putting your posts or your advertisements in in front of people. Um, but really, what it is is that part they skip over or kind of gloss over, which is the getting it in front of the right people. Well, that's clearly what we want to know. That's clearly the crux. And so generally speaking, most of the online gurus that I've come across, when, when you boil it down and you look at what it is they're doing, what is that magical step? Now I've never paid for, for a lot of these, um, or any of these for that matter, but I've done enough research, talked to enough people, and am intelligent enough to know that basically it boils down to paid advertising. The, the way you get it in front of is targeted, paid advertising via social media, uh, uh, you know, your all your social media pages, Google ads, YouTube, all the, all of those things. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing at all wrong with doing ta targeted, paid advertising. We do it. We haven't done it in a long time, but there's nothing wrong with that. If you need a new boost to get it out there, to get it you know in front of people, that's great, especially in the online space because it's not like you can just run a local ad or you know, you can get word of mouth around your area because, you know, you're, we're talking the online space could be anywhere. So, what is wrong? Maybe I will buy their program. Maybe they will tell me how to do it. Well, what they're going to tell you is, again, nothing you can't already just Google or just listen to what I just said, right? But there's one key thing that they're not going to tell you. 
or they'll tell you, but they're not doing. But you have to have two things, word of mouth and a quality product. And you will only get word of mouth if you have a quality product. So that's where it starts. So all this stuff about customized programming, I mean, I get frustrated now because even I say that, but I feel bad saying that because so many people have not done it who have been called out on it or, you know, are saying they're customizing program, but I know they're not. But the problem is the average person won't know that. And so again, how am I going to distinguish myself versus somebody else? Well, testimonials. Well, you say, well, you can fake testimonials. Yes, you can, but you can also prove testimonials. And that's where, you know, I think the, the crux of all of this comes or boils down to. So if you want to get people to sign up for your program, what you have to do, have a good program for one. And whether that's a generic program that you know, you're trying to sell, advertise it as that. Don't say it's a customized program if it's not. For example, I sell a couple of specific weightlifting programs on our website. They're not specific programs for you or John or Mary, you know, whoever. It's, it's uh, specific to a particular outcome. So in other words, if, if you want to get stronger in your legs or your back or your arms, those are some of the programs I have for sale right now in weight, specifically in Olympic weightlifting, right? So you could follow these programs and expect to get stronger in the legs. Now, if you are a weightlifter and you bought that program and you got stronger and that program's 10 bucks, okay? That was pretty good advertising for me. I sold a program, they had success. I get a, a testimonial in return. I can use that testimonial to back up the claim that my program is good. And I can even give that program out for free to a few people that I know will try it and will, you know, chronicle their results. You know, they'll, they'll put in what they need to put in, like in terms of uh, increased strength, you know, the data points that need to be shown. And they can chronicle it over an eight week period or whatever it is. And that, that takes a little time, but it's super, super effective because people are seeing that it is effective. You know, you can, we all know you can fake before and after photos in, in a matter of minutes. And we all know, um, and, and if you don't know that, there's plenty of videos out there that show you how to do that. I'm not gonna go into that. But what I'm getting at is being able to chronicle, timestamp, whatever it is, you give your program out for free, let them, let someone try it, three or four people try it, they, they get success, they're gonna be hooked, they're gonna come back to you, right? But then you're gonna, they're gonna have word of mouth to their friends, and then you can use their testimonials to put it out there, and slowly, your product gains credibility because it actually works. Now, if you're trying to sell customized programming, like real personal trainers should be doing, not just you know, saying I, I'm an online trainer and then just email out a customized program. I mean, again, I've said this before, but this is your telltale sign. If they're offering you a customized program based off of a an online body type quiz and you get your customized program within a few minutes or even a day, or if you don't actually talk to someone, you just fill out a quiz, guess what? About 10,000 other people will get that same exact program, okay? So 
<laughs> you have to have a customized program if that's what you're doing and it has to be good and it has to work and you prove it by getting people to do it whether it's for free chronicle the results give the testimonials you can do before and after but time stamp it you know prove it and put it out there and you got to do a little bit of work but it doesn't cost you that much money just a little bit of time but word of mouth is the number one way to get noticed so there are a lot of tricks, a lot of things you can do to put your posts or to get your posts noticed. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. You know, obviously hashtags, we all use those. You can use, um, you know, the paid advertising to put it out there. Again, no, that's, no, none of that's fine. I'm not knocking any of those methods. What I'm saying is well, if you have a good product and you utilize some of those methods, your word of mouth will go up and then you will be setting yourself for up for a long time in this business, not just a quick cash grab. And again, longevity is important because it, it proves honesty, validity, reliability in what you do. I'm not going to name drop because I'm getting ready to, to, to bash some people that name drop here in a minute. So I won't do it, but there are fitness professionals out there that I do look up to, you know, online professionals that have been in the game for a long time, not just being employed for a long time, but have been doing it online for a long time and have proven track records. And they rise to the top. They are the ones with 8 million subscribers or more. You know, they're the ones with millions of people listening to them because their programs are good. Not because they're flashy, not because they're gimmicky, not because they sell the latest products. They've made their money and they are doing well. They're full-time YouTubers because of the programs that they put out and the information they put out is good quality stuff. And that's what you have to do. It has to be good. It has to be quality. When you get the word of mouth by giving your program out to people, that slowly builds over time. Now, let me use a couple of examples. I said I wouldn't name drop, but I need to use a couple of examples. So let's take a guy like Athlean X, Jeff Cavalier, very well-respected strength coach, um, YouTuber. Uh, I love his stuff. I've been listening to his stuff for a long time. I usually agree with just about everything the guy says. And I remember learning a lot of the stuff and it's just, it's nice to see it's validation when, you know, you're telling your client something and, you know, someone who's very trusted and well-respected in the business, you know, says the same kind of stuff. And that's always a good thing. So I, I view him as someone that's very trusting, very um, good source of information, right? Now, he's been on YouTube since, gosh, I want to say 2011 or 12, maybe, maybe even before that, but a long time and has built up a lot of subscribers, millions. Now, there's people that have millions of subscribers that have only been around for a little while. Does that mean that they're better than Jeff because they got to that level quicker? No, it's probably due to some kind of flash or some kind of, you know, ad campaign or some sort of, um, you know, uh, marketing technique, which again, again, they're making money, but how long will that last and how long will the credibility be? And if you're in this to be a credible personal trainer, and this is just one avenue for you to make money, then you want to be as credible and reliable and valid as possible. 
and doing things maybe a little bit slower, but doing things the Kennedy slow and steady way will win that race. You will be more respected in your field at the end of the day. So I'm not saying you can't rise up quick. I'm just saying a lot of times the people that do rise up fast will also fade fast. So in another four or five years, I expect Jeff Cavalier to still have his YouTube channel and still be a very well-respected, you know, sought after strength coach. And some of these that are popular names in the YouTube or online fitness world right now that, you know, or maybe popular now, probably won't be heard of in a few years. So I say all that to say this, one of the biggest strategies that people use to get their word out there is something called piggybacking. And I don't like piggybacking and I try not to do it. So I, I hate even mentioning other celebrities' names. I say other as if I'm a celebrity. <laughs> celebrities' names, how's that? Because I don't want to seem like I am piggybacking because it's something I don't like. And what I mean by that is if I, if I did, um, I mentioned Jeff Cavalier's name in this podcast. If in my title, I say, you know, how to build an online, you know, business like Jeff Cavalier or something like that, then that's people who search him, my, my name's going to come up. I'm going to be piggybacking on his success. People will notice me just because I have linked it and, and um, piggybacked his success uh, and aligned myself with, with him, even if I disagree with him, uh, which I don't, but that, that would be a way to get it in there. Or, you know, there's a current topic, right? Uh, someone does something, you know, really weird. Like I remember, um, what's his name? Robert Oberst on, on Joe Rogan's podcast not too long ago said he doesn't like the deadlifts. Good. That, that created a firestorm. So everyone in the fitness business had to do a YouTube response on that. And so everyone was talking about it. So when people search it, all these videos come up. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. You just have to back it up with good quality stuff. If you're gonna piggyback, if you're gonna do that, make sure that your stuff is pretty good stuff, right? Now, I don't wanna do that because I want to know that if I have any success in my YouTube channel, in my podcast, and, and wherever, it's because people are listening and sharing it because they liked what they heard. I don't want that success because a lot of people started clicking on it because of the title I put or because of the hashtags I used. Now, I will use some of that stuff, but I, I don't want it to be why I'm successful, right? I'm gonna bank my success on the quality of my programming and the quality of the information I put out because that will build word, the word of mouth and that will be more valuable than any paid advertising you have, guaranteed, guaranteed, okay? So, do some of these big, trusted online people do paid advertising? Sure. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. So long as when they go and click on your thing, it's not just a gimmicky thing that you're saying, you know, uh, do these 10 secrets to a bigger bench press. And then all it is is, you know, some random generic information. It better be some 10 tricks that like, oh man, I never thought of that way. Or I've kind of heard about that, but that was a really w good way to explain it. And then have some proof to back it up, right? That's the other thing. Because I see a lot of people putting out these tips videos. I'm like, did they really use that tip or have they used that tip to help out? Or do they just, you know, 
hear someone else say it and then they used it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's one of those things where being authentic is, you know, is, is huge. And it's really hard to kind of suss that out in the beginning. But generally speaking, you can understand what is um, real and what's not real, what's quality, what's not quality. So again, to kind of wrap things up, I want you to put out good quality information, good quality programming. Give it to some people. Let them try to get their feedback, get their testimonials, have them chronicle it with their results. Start advertising that. That's what you put in your paid advertising, right? It builds the credibility that way. And if you don't want to do paid advertising, again, put out content like this, podcast, YouTube, get your name out there, get people hearing you, then they're going to go click on your website and then they're going to hopefully understand and see um, what it is that you're doing. And again, it just slowly, slowly builds. So like I said, when, when Chelsea and I post programs to sell on our, our, on our website, we're not pushing that program. What we're doing is we're helping to sell. We're hoping that people listen to this podcast or they see our um, posts online and they like what they see. And then in seeing that, um, they then check out our website and they're like, oh, they have a program to sell. I like what they said. I'm going to go buy their program, right? That's kind of the whole you know, idea of what we're trying to accomplish. Now, I mentioned before that I want this to be somewhat of a series, so I'm gonna give you some updates. So let me just start off by saying, right now I have about five online clients, and why am I not successful? Why, am I, why don't I have hundreds, right? If I know what I'm doing, then why I should be super successful by now, right? Well, here's the thing. Building an online, and we're just talking online right now. Building an online presence and, and, uh, is really, really hard to do if you're also trying to build a brick and mortar gym as well. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm saying the hours that you need to spend are very similar. It may seem like the online is, oh, it's easy. I can just, you know, do it from wherever I want and, you know, be, be, a um, this jet setter. I could be in, you know, California one day and then the mountains the next day and, you know, do these, do these different things and, and, and just have this life of freedom. Well, you still got to put in the work. You still got to answer things if you are doing the quality work we just talked about. So if you are doing that, then what you're going to get is, um, <clears throat> a scenario where you're going to have to put in a lot of time to advertise, put in a lot of time to talk to these people. And when you start thinking about that, and you start thinking about how much time are you gonna spend per client, obviously that's gonna help determine what you charge, right? But also that's gonna take away from what you are gonna be doing on the ground. So it kind of just depends on, on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to have both, okay, make sure you allow time for both. You can't just say, oh, I, I offer online personal training and hope people come. You gotta work at it. You gotta work at putting it out there, all of these things that we just talked about have to be done. And again, if they're not, it won't grow. That doesn't mean it's not a good program, it just means it won't be noticed, right? You gotta be noticed in order to sell the program. Um, so there's that. There's also, you know, for me personally, and, and why I haven't, is 
there are a lot of different avenues. There's a lot of different things that I want to do in the online space. And one of the pieces of advice that I've been given, you know, in terms of marketing yourself online is to be, uh, you know, very, very specialized online. Because if you're just trying to be a generalist, it's going to be hard to separate yourself. And I do agree to that to some terms, but there again, when it comes to general health and fitness, you're not really trying to be a specialist in anything. So it'd be easier to market yourself as a specialist because again, being that specialist gives you a really unique edge and niche over to maybe somebody else, or you're gonna hit a target audience and it's easier to market that way rather than just say, I offer online personal training, customized programs for anybody. That, that could be really hard. But don't sell yourself short. If that's what you want to do, if that's the kind of online training you want to do, then again, the quality programming will speak for itself. So I have not been able to spend as much time building the online programming as I want. But I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to dedicate time every week. I'm going to take the downtime that I have, um, you know, part of that, you heard me do this same strategy a few months ago when I wanted, you know, I, I started out saying I wanted to do daily podcasts and then I was like, well, I'm going to do a few a week. And then it was turning into one every other week because just get busy, right? So I wanted to make sure that, you know, my podcast came out more regularly. So I made time, I scheduled time to get them done, to do them. And since then, you can go back and look at that podcast and look back and I've done probably two to three a week, like, like I said I was going to do. And so, no different here. When I'm trying to set up time for my online business, I'm not thinking my online personal training is going to be my number one source of income. It's going to be a part of what Chelsea and I offer at Upstate Performance Project. But I have to have what part defined before I go out there, right? Now, if it takes off, great. And if it gets busier, I, I can readjust my plan. But in the beginning, I've gotta be able to think, I want to put this amount of time into it. And so I should expect this amount of return out of it, right? So what I'm going to be doing in order to get things out there, because I want to have more online clients. Now, like I said, I have about five right now. Um, I'm going to, I'm not only going to put out, um, hang on one second. All right. Sorry about that. Had to, uh, talk to a client real quick. Um, so what, what we're trying to get at here is when you're trying to put out programming, when you're trying to build this on up and what I'm going to be doing is taking a specific amount of time per week and dedicating it towards my online clients uh, in terms of not just dealing with them. I already do that. I already have time set aside where I program for this person, program for that person. That's already done. That should be a given. What I'm talking about is how much time am I going to dedicate to, to advertising? How much time am I going to dedicate to promoting um, and doing other research and other things like the podcast, like the YouTube channel that are ways of marketing my online services? So again, that's what I do. I do podcasts. I'm going to do the YouTube channel. I'm going to do more social media posts. All of these things in an attempt to get people uh, to know more about my online services. But what I'm also going to do, and these are some things, again, I'm going to track my, my growth. I'm going to show you the, um, the uh, I'll do some stills and, and pictures of the app that we use to communicate with our online program. 
and how it grows and kind of the metrics it gives me. So you guys are going to see some of that as I grow, as I employ these different strategies. So the first one I'm going to do is I'm going to start by using, or I've already started, just started it today, in fact, using the Nextdoor app. So Nextdoor app is just a neighborhood app, um, very similar, there's several of them out there. But, but what it does is it, it's, it links people in the, in the community you know, who live in a, within a certain radius of, of an address that will um, talk about um, upcoming events. Hey, there's gonna be a garage sale at you know, Augusta and Dunbar, or there's a big wreck at Augusta and Dunbar, please you know, be careful of that. Or has anyone seen my dog? You, know, there's, you can use these neighborhood apps to communicate with your neighbors um, in any kind of way. They're great, they're, they're actually you know, very useful. We're using it to say, hey, we're a new gym in the neighborhood. We're in a new location in this neighborhood. You know, if you're looking for a gym, come out. I'm not gonna bombard my neighbors with spam ads. I'm not gonna try to hit them with, you know, come by here, come by here. But I'm going to post things on here that pertain to the neighborhood coming from the gym perspective. So when people see that, they're gonna remember or, oh yeah, I or hey, I never knew that we had a gym within walking distance. Because we're surrounded by a lot of neighborhoods. I, I venture a guess that a lot of people don't even know we're here. So that's one way of getting involved. The other way um, is using some of the lead generation apps. I've talked about them before. Thumbtack, I've used before. Bark, I've used before. Um, but using those apps, um, I'm, I'm gonna go back to using Thumbtack and Bark, but I'm gonna set it up, instead of getting clients to come here, I'm gonna set it up for online. So people who get on there, looking for online personal training. That's what I'm gonna put in there. And so the leads that I get will be people that are specifically looking for online personal training clients. And, and again, can help build my clientele via that way. And that's somewhat passive. Once I have those leads coming in, I can decide whether I want to pursue those leads or not based on the information they're giving me. Is that gonna be a good client for me? Is that gonna, am I gonna have time to fit that client? Or if I'm just gonna take whatever I can get, fine, you can do that too. But the point is, I'm gonna be using those three things, Thumbtack, Bark, and um, Nextdoor, and I'm gonna be putting my services out there on those apps. And I'm going to be, again, promoting, doing some um, social media uh, advertising. And, I'm, and we're gonna go, you know, I'm gonna put a certain amount of time per week. Now, I haven't decided that time yet, so I'll give you an update in the next podcast about how much time I'm gonna be spending per week promoting online. And is it going to be the certain, it'll be a certain percentage of my total week's work. And then we're gonna see what the income that I get from that, is that proportionate to the amount of time I'm putting in there. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give you guys an open and honest look, not here's these top 10 secrets to building a huge online success, successful training business. I'm trying to say, there are some real steps you can do. There are some real methods you can do for specifically developing online. And I'm gonna show you. And I'm gonna dedicate, because it is a goal of mine. It obviously hasn't been my top priority because I've had to you know, build the actual gym here. But now we're at a point, fortunately, where I can take some of my free time and do that because we have new trainers now. They're bringing in more people and word of mouth is working here. Now I need to get those same systems working for online. And I'm gonna do it the exact same way. So come along for that journey. If you are listening somewhere 
and want my online services for personal training or whatever it may be, life coaching, business coaching. These are things that we can do. Uh, just reach out, let me know. Again, I always have no problem with you guys hitting me up on my cell phone, 864-320-7830. All right, hope to hear from you soon.